Welcome to the Smeichel Speaks podcast channel. I'm Joanne Smeichel, and I'm delighted that you tuned in for relevant leadership learning that will help you continue to soar. Enjoy this episode. A fellow peace seeker and sojourner on the path to wholeness, Dennis Courtney is back with me on the Smichael Speaks podcast channel. He's a husband of 37 years, a dad to three sons, a businessman, certified yoga instructor, a certified mindfulness meditation teacher, a cyclist, and a person who is devoted to his daily meditation practice. He is also journeying on the path to peace. Welcome. Welcome, Dennis. Thank you, Joanne. Glad to be here. So I want to talk about the path to peace. And I'll share my own personal bias, which you already know, because I told you. (laughs) And I believe that every peace-loving person is duty-bound to intentionally, consciously seek peace in every area of life and in our larger world. And that's why I wanted you to come and talk about the relationship between meditation, mindfulness, and a path to peace. So tell me what you think. My experience has been to find the peace within first, within yourself. And then it begins to radiate out If you're more peaceful, the inner ring of people closest to you become more peaceful. And then they become more peaceful. Um, So I think it starts with the individual. And I think then it progresses to the home. But there's also an activism aspect to the peace, social activism. And while we can't change the minds of seven and a half or eight billion people that are on the planet right now to our way of thinking with regards to peace, we can certainly begin to change the way we think about peace, our own individual thoughts on it and experiencing it. So as I've mentioned in the past, I believe peace is part of our inherent nature. With every single human being, everybody wants peace. But everybody wants peace on their terms, right? Because your peace might be different than my peace. And it's because everybody's egos and their separate selves and their small eyes Everybody, if you stay at that level, they're in it for themselves. And it's about greed and uh, desires and ill will, restlessness, doubt, confusion. And in order to really... What about fear? Does fear... And fear, yes. Oh, fear, big time. Yes. And and what is fear? 
fear is a thought. Who generates the thoughts? Me, each of us individually. Mm-hmm. Right? I mean, right. Well, I mean, fear is a thought. Mm-hmm. And if we're going to let those thoughts go uncontested in our own minds and let them envelop us without any mindfulness, without any examination, then who's really calling the shots? Mm-hmm. And, and that's what mindfulness does. You feel, you see, you, you're sitting there, you're observing your mind. You're aware of the mind. No agenda attached to this awareness. And, oh, fear. I know fear. I want to sit down and talk to that fear. Mm -hmm. I want to have tea with the fear. Where did you come from, fear? You know, that's what mindfulness is about, is examining what comes into your mind. And if it translates into a feeling then, oh, where am I feeling this feeling? Ooh, in the pit of my stomach. I feel sensations. So I have thoughts and I have sensations. But who said, who labeled that thought or that feeling as fear? Where did that label or that pattern of labeling come from? So does peace fall into that same category that peace is a thought first? I believe peace is found in the heart. So I would say that the mind can know peace. You can have thoughts about peace. But peace is a feeling and peace is a knowing. And it starts with realizing through your meditation practice, realizing that all are one. And I know that might sound difficult, but if we all run around with eight billion egos, instead of realizing that we're all one, it's very, very difficult. And like if I saw someone stealing my car or something from the yard and I saw someone stealing somebody, my neighbor's car or someone I didn't know's car, would those three feelings or thoughts or considerations be any different? If we were all one, I would feel as much about someone else as I would about myself. And if you don't have that perspective or if you haven't really realized it, I'm not just talking about intellectually, you know, yeah, yeah, okay, we're all as one, right, right. No, but if you've actually experienced that connection with another human being and realized they are you, 
truly. And you are them that that's peace. Mm-hmm. That's peace. And it's that peace. It sounds like it's a circle because when I find that peace in myself, then I extend it outward, but then it comes right back to me. And it, it feels like there's a, um, a cyclical nature to that. Yeah. Is that accurate? I would say it has momentum. Okay. Yeah. I mean, and, and when you're sending, uh, you know, happiness and, and wellness and peace and uh, wisdom through your meta meditation and, you know, saying like the meta we did uh, last session of sending out thoughts and feelings of meta to people you know, people you don't know, to all living beings in the universe. That's how you spread peace. Mm -hmm. And it spreads from your own heart. It spreads through your house. It goes down the street. It pours through the town, through the hills and valleys. And it just goes and saturates the continent, the hemisphere, Mother Earth, and beyond. And I believe that it's, we're moving in the right direction. Mm-hmm. And there's an awakening that's going on right now. We see it every day. And there's some people that are holding to those previous thought patterns, that knowledge that they've accumulated. And I'm not saying knowledge, meaning it's wisdom. No, (laughs) this is just patterns or behaviors. And instead of experiencing the now and being aware of the peace that's inherent in the now, when nothing's going on in the now, here's the thing. People get bored with peace. I, I absolutely agree with that. I think that part of the reason that people feed on chaos and have such, you know, dramatic and, and drama-filled lives is because for some reason they don't want to sit still with themselves. So they create these chaotic situations and they fuel um, that kind of, is unpeacefulness a word? Um, I just made it up. Yeah. <laughs> they fuel that kind of unpeacefulness. Um, so yeah, I, I absolutely believe that. That's that's the ego dancing on the bonfire, <laughs> throwing gallons of gasoline on it, uh-huh. laughing. Yeah. And you're suffering. Mm-hmm. And so are the people around you. And the people around you. Yeah, because when I believe that if Joanne doesn't have peace, it'll be real hard for anybody else who encounters her to experience or have peace either. Yeah. Your your ego is going to want equitable, equitable unpeace to everybody. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, you talked about feeling like there is a movement or an awakening towards peace. Do you feel that way because you are a peace seeker and you look for evidence of peace? Is that why you feel that way? No. I would say... Uh, what I see in my workplace, mm-hmm. um, what I see uh, at my wife's school where she teaches, 
She's the director of diversity. Hello? Mm-hmm. Ten years ago, who was the director of diversity? You know, who was thinking about DEI and the corporate world ten years ago? Mm-hmm. So I see tangible, tangible changes taking place. And I think when it gets communicated with the, the videos at work or at school or the nice bulletin boards and the rainbow colors and things of that, I think over time we're beginning to create new patterns in, in, in people and that when it's time then for them to have thoughts or actions or words or deeds, I believe that this, those thoughts, actions and deeds are going to come through this new filter, this new layer. And actually, it's the absence of filtering. It's the absence of layering. It's, it's, it's truth. It's, it's pure truth. And that's what I see coming, uh, happening these days. Thank you. Thank you for being part of the Well Bodies Wellbeing series on this Michael Speaks podcast channel. Thank you for calling my attention back to the peace that dwells in me. Um, thank you for calling all of our attention to that peace that dwells in us and the power, the profound power that we have, not just to be peace seekers, but to be peacemakers. Mm-hmm. Um, thank you for that. I appreciate it. And I appreciate the time and the energy that you put into reflecting on this episode and the episodes that came before it. Thank you for your kindness. Thank you for being a model of a peace seeker. Thank you very much, Joanne. Thanks for listening to this podcast. I hope you got tools that you'll actually use and share. Subscribe if you haven't already. I add new and relevant leadership learning all of the time. If you haven't visited the Smichael Speaks YouTube channel, check it out. There's all sorts of new content. All of this is virtual leadership learning that will help you soar.